welcome back to Hold Up Let Me Explain. It's me, your girlfriend, Nicole. And I know what you're going to say. I, I, I already know. Bitch, where the fuck you been? You haven't posted an episode in two fucking weeks. Who do you think you are? You already said that you were going to give us enough content for the rest of the summer. What the fuck? And listen, my friends, let me explain. Let me explain. It's been a lot. It's been a lot. I feel like I was going through some kind of emotional roller coaster. Then it was like I had booked this trip. I was trying to juggle YouTube. And then, you know, like work has been a little bit stressful because like I'm trying to hustle to make money, but it's been like a hunger game. It's just been a lot of little things. Oh, I want to say little, but just a lot of things happening at once. And I guess I just had to really like hyper focus on one thing. And unfortunately, it turned out that my hyper focus was making money, YouTube, preparing for my vacation, and then going on my vacation. So I didn't mean to put the podcast in the back seat, but guys, I'm back and the routine will start up again. And I can't say it won't happen again, but I promise I will be better. So I'm back, bitches. I love you. I miss you. Let's talk. You already know I just came back from Dominican Republic. If you don't know, and if you're new here, welcome. Let's be friends. I always say it. For those of you who don't know, I'm half Puerto Rican, half Dominican. I'm from New York, and my dad lives in Dominican Republic. Now, something to know about me. I've been to Dominican Republic so many times. If you look at my passport, if you look at the stamps, I have more stamps going to Dominican Republic than any other country. I mean, granted, a lot of countries I go to probably have been there only once I digress anyways Dominican Republic I've been so many times because my dad lives there but I haven't been in like the past three years I haven't seen my dad in three years oh my gosh let's go in order Dominican Republic just came back overall it was a great trip loved it had such an amazing time but I'm going to get into the meat and potatoes of the entire trip so let's start from the beginning why Dominican Republic? Why did I? Why did me and my partner choose to go here? I mean, listen, if you've followed me from the beginning of 2022 back in January, your girl went to Paris. Then after Paris in April, I went to Italy with my boyfriend and it was a beautiful, magical time. Then after that, in May, I ended up going to New York to go see my sister graduate from college. So, you know, your girl's been traveling a lot. And then I go to Dominican Republic. So people are like, whoa, we thought you were going on a European adventure. How did we end up in the Caribbean? But here's the thing, my friends. My man, for as long as I've been with him, has always wanted to go to Dominican Republic. We went on a cruise a few years ago and ended up stopping in La Romana. And that was great, but it was only like a day trip. Arnaldo, my boyfriend, has always wanted to do like an all-inclusive resort in DR. I have always been against it. Why? Because the truth of the matter is all-inclusive resorts are very tourist-based, Americanized, if you will. And I just feel like if we're going to go to a country, I would really love to immerse in the culture. So for me, I would always tell Arnaldo, well, if we're going to go to Dominican Republic, let's go, you know, to Santo Domingo, which is where my dad lives, or, you know, somewhere like in the mountains, staying at a rainforest or a treehouse, whatever. But for him, it's more like, no, I want to do the all-inclusives. We don't have to worry about anything. We could do the excursions, blah, blah, blah. So I'm like, fine. We compromised and we ended up going. So we chose the Hard Rock Casino 
because yeah Punta Cana the reason we chose this particular hotel is because no lie six people recommended the resort to us and I'm like okay cute love that but all mad expensive um but you know they just kept saying like it's a huge resort there's so many restaurants the food is amazing the liquor is basically top shelf like you don't have to worry about consuming like cheap liquor because a lot of times when you go to all-inclusive resorts the liquor could be a little questionable and i mean whatever you just want something to give you a buzz but you also don't want to be drinking something that's going to give you a hangover so we were like okay great like they have good stuff like fuck it like we'll we'll consider it so i ended up finding a great deal on expedia me and my boyfriend came to an agreement i booked the hotel he booked our flights and would be paying for everything else while we're out there so we found like a balance which was great so we decided that we were going to go out there and of course out of the six days we would be there my father would drive up from santo domingo to meet my boyfriend finally bring my siblings and finally reunite with them because the truth is I haven't seen them since the pandemic which is insane because before then I would go to Dominican Republic once a year to go visit my dad and it's literally been three years so yeah guys super emotion let's continue so we checked in at the resort and it's huge I mean like literally when you go through the gate you're driving like a fucking mile before you end up at the lobby and even when you get to the lobby and you check in it's like we ended up getting like a tour they ended up like um how do you say not teaming but just kind of like introducing us to this girl who ended up giving us a tour of the resort and giving us like the rundown on what was included at our in our stay so that was really cool we like ate at the buffet we had our drinks we couldn't check into our room right away but she sat us down and basically gave us the rundown of all of the amenities that were offered on property so one of the things the girl that we were um talking to was telling us was that if we agree to go to like this orientation the following morning we would be gifted fifteen hundred dollars in resort credits now here's the thing when me and Arnaldo booked our trip to Dominican Republic and we were looking at the hotel and all their amenities one of my non-negotiables anytime we go on vacations like this because I tell you I was not making these demands when we went to Italy I didn't make these demands when I went to Paris but a lot of times when me and Arnaldo travel to like the Caribbean or like when we go on cruises when we went to Aruba when we've gone to Mexico like my biggest thing is to go to the spa because I'm on vacation like as I drink and I need to be pampered you know so that could either mean me getting my hair done getting a massage I don't give a fuck where it's at like that's my non-negotiable Arnaldo loves to fish it's not much of a non-negotiable but given that we would be in the Caribbean he was like I want to go fishing while being on our trip so we already had like a list of excursions we wanted to do separately and together but when we were looking at the amenities offered at the resort we noticed that they were very expensive like a couple's spa was like $500 if I wanted to do a solo deep tissue that would have cost no lie like over $200 horseback riding was like over $100 per person um, going on uh, like another excursion that would have been like the dune buggies and like all this other cool things that were also included in that like 
combo package would have been like $400 together. Like just these crazy high prices. And I know what you're thinking. Well, bitch, that's the price you pay when you do those activities on vacation. But here's the thing. When we went to Aruba, I kid you not, I did a couple's massage on the beach, okay, with my man, and no lie, that costed $70. Not per person, together, okay? Same in Mexico, same when we went on the cruise, and we ended up hopping off on the cruise ship to do our own thing on the islands. Yeah, we found ourselves some great deals. I know how much the American currency is worth in Dominican Republic because I've traveled to Dominican Republic many times. So I know damn well to charge over $300 to do something like this is fucking insane. I mean, bottom line, that's a lot of money. And I know that on my Instagram, I'd be posted up like I got all the money in the world. But your girl is cheap chic, okay? My outfits are from Shein. I borrowed things from my mom. Like... I'm very selective on the things that I buy. A lot of things I have were gifts. Like, my friends, don't get it twisted. I am the one holding the wallet back from sp- overspending a lot of times, okay? It may not seem that way, but prom- I tell you, I promise you, it is that way. So when we were learning about these prices, I'm like, hold up. Like, I'm not trying to, like, you know, we out here and I know you're going to take care of us, but I'm not comfortable with you spending that much money on this shit. Like, Nah, like that's OD. Like we'll find a different way. We'll find a different alternative, you know? And it's hard because the Hard Rock Casino is such a big resort that like there's not many like third parties that are nearby because the resort is so enormous. Like we would have to post up at the beach waiting for some hustler to pass us by to sell us a combo or some kind of excursion we could work out. Like honestly, that was going to be the vibe. Like that was going to be it. But then when we were learning about the resort and all the amenities, the girl that we were kind of that was giving us the tour was like, listen, we just recently partnered up with a third party company called Legendary, which offers like vacation memberships to people. We want to invite you into this like to this orientation. You would have to come tomorrow morning at eight o'clock in the morning. You'll have breakfast. We'll show you the different like uh, villas and rooms that are offered by being a member. There's no commitments. You don't have to pay for anything. All we ask is that you come to this orientation and you learn about what is offered. And then after that, if you're into it, sure. If not, no big deal. As a gift, we'll give you $1,500 credits, resort credits, which basically means that these resort credits will pay a portion to whatever excursion or activities you want to do on property. So for example, the sp- or like the horseback riding, instead of it costing $125 per person, they will cover like 60% of that amount and we would only be paying $60 per person for the horseback riding excursion. There was like a spa treatment that I wanted to do, which was called the hydrotherapy, which is basically when they put you like I did it already, but it's hydrotherapy. It costs like almost $200, but with the resort credits, it paid for a certain amount and all I had to pay was $25. Like, bruh. We were like, okay, well, the only way we're going to really afford these excursions and activities is if we agree to do this orientation. So we agreed to it and she's like, okay, great, but you got to make sure you go to it and you finish it because that's the only way we're going to give you those credits. We're like, I bet. 
We checked into the hotel. I unpacked. We went out for dinner. We ended up calling it a night pretty early that day because travel day is always such an exhausting day, right? Following day, we do the orientation. Let me tell you something. We got partnered up with this guy. He was from Mexico. His wife was Dominican. He, you know, worked with this um, agency and like his wife worked with Expedia. So they were familiar with traveling all over the world. He was getting to know us, being super friendly. I mean, at the end of the day, this is all sales. Everything is a strategy, right? But he goes on and asks us, oh, so what countries have you been to? More or less, how much money have you spent? Oh, great. Well, what countries are you looking into traveling to next year? How much money are you thinking about spending? What's your budget? Obviously trying to get a feel about our money and our income, right? So we go from having breakfast to then going into this tour of like what this membership deluxe room would look like, right? And then into this huge conference room where there was like a bunch of other salesmen basically and saleswomen, women, um, talking to other families about the different like memberships they have and how much they cost. In theory, it seems like a great deal when you think about it because they were like, oh, you know, you get access to this private website that offers you discounts on, you know, future stays in these resorts. These are the different hotels we work with. If you consider going to the Hard Rock Casino in Mexico, Tulum, or Tulum is in Mexico, but like Mexico, Jamaica, Dominican Republic, like all these other Caribbean islands, like you get discounted on these um hotels and then they give you a resort credit and you know they give you free pickup at the airport like you just get all these like perks by being a member right and ultimately you'd be saving money quote unquote saving money my friends to become a member would would cost forty thousand dollars okay you would have to put down five thousand dollars to become a member with like a seven hundred dollar payment that you would have to pay monthly because you have to pay off the 40 grand. And then after that, it's only a $250 membership fee a year, which in theory, 250 a year to get all those benefits sound great, but I still got to pay $40,000. And it's just crazy because like, we were like, we were like, okay, great. In theory, this sounds great, but we're not, we're not busting down $5,000. I'm not, I'm not paying $40,000 to, to get like a hundred dollars off a night at a resort you know what i'm saying like yes i do travel a lot but i don't travel to places like this often like for example i'm an expedia gold member guys it means nothing like legitimate it means nothing i've spent so much money booking trips through expedia that's how i became a gold member my only perk is sure getting deals but like when I check in at a resort based on availability, I can upgrade my room with no extra cost. But that's only if it's available. That's the only real perk I get from being an Expedia Gold member. And I don't even pay a membership to be that. I just am that based on all the trips I've booked through the website, right? But like, let's rewind back to the conference room. So we're basically saying no to one person and then a new person comes down and tries to work another kind of payment plan. And oh, well, we'll work with this or you don't have to put anything down, but we'll have to run a credit report on your thing or run your credit score. And we're just like, no, thank you. No, thank you. No, thank you. And you know, like we're polite. We try to seem interested and we're just like nodding our heads and making eye contact and just kind of like whatever. And they're still giving us free cocktails. Well, not free cocktails because it's probably the all inclusive, but you know, they're, they're really working it guys. Like they're really fucking working it. And we're just like, no, 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 no. 
Guys, it must have been a three-hour thing. It was like they were not taking no for an answer. But then finally, we made it out alive. And we were able to book our fucking excursions. So let me run it through. We booked horseback riding, deep sea fishing, this combo excursion package called the Dominican Republic Evolution something something. And basically what that included was dune boogies, um, a trip to the plantation farm, and a coffee and cacao tasting tour. Okay, that. Then I went to the spa. At the spa, I did hydrotherapy, a facial, 80-minute vitamin C facial, and a 50-minute deep tissue massage. So Arnaldo had his excursion. I had my spa day, and we both did as a couple the horseback riding and the evolution ride. So in, so in total, we did like four excursions, if you will. Guess how much we spent on that with the resort credits. So because of the resort credits that we basically worked for, because I'm telling you, it's like we worked for that. Discounting from the total amount down to what we booked and paid for, we only paid $400. Can you believe that shit? $400 on all of that just for sacrificing three hours of learning about a membership. And I can see how they really get you. You know, they work with you. They try to work with your money. They really don't take no for an answer. I mean, we literally said no to four individual people before we were finally at the checkout. And when we finally were checking out of the orientation, they were still trying to sell us another vacation. I'm just like, yo, fuck this. I can't. I don't know if this is something we would ever agree to for the next time we go on a vacation. Like if they try to say, oh, we'll offer you this if you agree to do this. I'm going to just be like, you know what? I'm going to just take the fucking L. Because, yo, it was, it was, it was, it, it felt like borderline harassment. Because we're just like, no, sorry, thank you. Like, Arnaldo had to, like, lie. He was like, no, we just bought a house. I'm so sorry. We can't afford it. Mind you, it's like, <laughs> I'm wearing my Louis Vuitton bag. And he's, like, with his fucking watch. But, no, but we're just like, no. Like, just fucking no. But, check this out. When we went to the horseback riding, we ended up meeting a couple who were members to the legendary thing. So they were members to what these people were trying to sell us memberships to, right? They were actually from Tampa. Um, No, they were from Miami. They're from Tampa, but they live in Miami. And the girl, her parents are members. So they were able to book their room through her parents' membership. So we're getting to know them and we're telling them how they had, you know, invited us to this orientation. And we like learned about all the perks, which seemed kind of cool because, you know, I mean, their wristbands were a different color than ours. So like that also goes to show the perks that they already have, right? But can you believe that even though they have those perks, we were staying basically in the same room? Their room was our room. And they were deluxe members. And they were saying, they were basically complaining how their room was never stocked with alcohol. Like, anytime they would make the request, like, they would put like maybe like two beers or like one liquor bottle. Like, every time they went to their room, their fridge was never stocked. And I'm like, what? Bitch, our fridge looks like a liquor store right now. We got all the fucking beers. We got all the liquor bottles. I mean, we even got a champagne bottle from one of the guys that was driving the housekeeping cart. We were like, yo, you got champagne in there because we want it. And he literally handed it over to Arnaldo. He opened it, handed it over to Arnaldo, and me and Arnaldo were drinking out of it on our way back to our room. 
Like, bruh, like $40,000 and I'm sleeping in the same room as someone else who doesn't even pay the membership. That says a lot. So guys, just for reference, like I'm not saying like, listen, if you're like a member to any of those like perks, like more power to you because like we travel a lot. I think that that would be worth it for someone who like travels to the Caribbean often. You know, like if you're always going to the resorts, if you're always like traveling to the Caribbean or traveling to those places, like, of course, like that is something that you could truly benefit from. But for the way that me and Arnaldo travel and the way that I book things, I just feel like for all that money you're investing to save, you're better off just doing it the way you're doing it now. And it's one less bill you got to worry about. Like I would have to invest $40,000 to save maybe $1,200 a year. From all the trips I book. You know? It's just like, eh, no thank you. I'm good. Now, if that membership applied to plane tickets, then we can talk. Uh, but yeah, but that was kind of interesting. But luckily for the resort credits was how we were able to do so much on the trip. The horseback riding was awesome. When I tell you, like, I'm not afraid of horses. I have a friend who has a horse and... So, I mean, like, I've I've rode horses before. I mean, not, like, professionally. But, like, I'm familiar, I guess. But, like, horses always scare me because, like, to fall off a horse could be a very nasty, like, injury, you know? Like, wasn't it Madonna who, like, broke her collarbone because she fell off a horse? Like, a horse stepping on you, like, could fucking kill you. Like, uh-uh, I, I don't fuck with that. And they're just, I mean, they're beautiful animals, but, like, bruh, like, I can't. I just, I can't. So, but I have to admit that it was a really cool experience. I was over it, I think, after the first 20 minutes, and the whole excursion was, like, 45. So, it was so funny, because, like, there was a part where we were, like, riding our horses, and, like, my horse just kept galloping. That's, like, one thing. Like, I don't, I'm not heavy-chested, like... It may seem that way because of my outfits and the way that, like, my breasts look. I mean, I have great breasts. But, like, I just feel like I should have worn a, a sports bra. My horse could not stop galloping. Like, everywhere we went, like, he would, like, trot, I guess, or just, like, walk. But then he would just start galloping. Like, I felt like I was bouncing the whole fucking time I was on that damn horse. Like, my chest was hurting. Like, I was literally one hand on the rope and like on the nub to kind of balance myself and then my other hand was like wrapped around my camera and my breast just trying not to fucking tip over or like my fucking titties just like bouncing everywhere so like that was kind of annoying it was funny because it was a part where Arnaldo looked at me he's like are you having a good time babe and I'm like not anymore I'm kind of over this shit are we done yet like you know but they took us on the beach and we rode the horses on the beach and that was very beautiful just watching the waves and the palm trees and the different houses out there um and then from there we got off oh my god I was so damn sore but then after that we like went back to our hotel room and like I got to take advantage of the jacuzzi which was outside of our hotel room we had a jacuzzi in our balcony so that was really cool just a FYI if you're not aware I do have a travel vlog on my YouTube channel I will have the link on the description of the episode on my podcast so make sure you click that link and you check that out because I do have clips of like my hotel room and all the excursions we've done so just if you want to have more of a visual it's there for you to watch so 
after that we ended up going to like a phone party which was a lot of fun and then we did this dinner oh my god this dinner this dinner was so amazing it was called awaken your senses so basically the awaken your senses is an is an immersive dining experience experience which basically it's like it's it's a dinner that's based reservations only it was like 150 dollars per person i'm just i'm i'm so glad we did it it was so worth it the service was amazing the experience was awesome like i would do it again i would do it again somewhere else like if i went to a resort or if i was like in a different like city or area that offered that kind of experience i would pay for it again would i pay for it again for that experience no because i've already done it but i would recommend it for anyone to do it because it was just so cool so basically it's like limited to only like 10 people or like reservation wait or maybe 12 people there, there had to have been like six couples in total. And two, four, six, eight. Yeah, like six couples. And um, they take you into this room, which is basically made up of like projectors. And so the point of the dinner experience is that it immerses you into different places around the world. And the food they serve you is based on those places around the world. So, for example, we sit down. And the room immerses you into an airplane because we're taking off. We're taking off to the country we're headed to or whatever, right? So at first they serve us uh, water in a regular glass and then champagne because they serve you champagne on flights because we're, we're flying first class, right? It like sets the tone, like the experience. So we're, so it takes you like that, right? So we have champagne and our first stop is London. So it's like there's like different images of London. They're playing like old classic rock music from like back in the day, like from the 80s. And then they serve us tea. And then from tea, they serve us um, like this, like hors d'oeuvres in this cute like telephone boots. So it was like this puff pastry with smoked salmon and caviar on top. And so we ate that. And then from there and oh, and then like the table, it was kind of like um like a virtual like how do you say uh, interactive like interactive game kind of where like when you hit the table or when you press on the table um stickers appear listen i hope i'm doing a great job explaining it if i'm not head over to my instagram click on my dr highlights i recorded so much of that night of you know, the, the way the table was like interactive and, you know, the different places of like the, the room like immersed you to. Oh, my God. It was just so cool. Then we went to Italy. So they served us wine. They served us like this stuffed ravioli with lamb in it um, with like this cream sauce. Then uh, they took us like into the ocean. So they gave us like this really um, like soft cocktail drink. I can't even remember it, but it was so good. Then they took us to the jungle and they served us uh, passion fruit mojitos. Oh my God. There were passion fruit seeds in the mojito with fresh mint, like popping out of the drink. Guys, my mouth is salivating. It was just so freaking cool. 
But let me tell you, there was a lot of different couples there. Like, for example, there was a couple that was sitting right in front of us. They were from Texas, right? They were a couple that were remarried. So all their kids, they were like a blended family, right? But they had been married for like six years. They seemed like they could have been in their late 40s. All their kids were basically teenagers. They were there on the trip with them, but they just weren't there for the dinner experience. It seemed like it was like the parents' night out. But the guy barely looked at his wife, barely talked to her. And there was like a moment where when we were in Italy, um, like when the room like immersed us to Italy, you know how I told you like in London, the table was like interactive where when you press down on it, stickers would appear the more you pressed on the table. Well, the same thing happened when we went to Italy. And when you press on the table, uh, grapes would um, appear on the table. So there was like a moment where I was like hitting the table. So was Arnaldo. We were like giggling about it. And all of a sudden we hear the woman say that we're sitting in front that was sitting in front of us. She said, oh, my God, did you hear him? Did you hear my husband? He told me to stop talking and to play with the table. Huh. And me and another like, <laughs> what the fuck? Like, that was really fucking rude of your husband to say that to you. Like, I would throw a fucking fit. I wouldn't even laugh that off. I think she might have said it out loud to call herself out on it in case we might have heard to save her the embarrassment. Because I do that when I'm embarrassed. Like, if I, like, step on something gross or if I almost trip or if I say something embarrassing, I'll be like, oh, my God, I just almost busted my ass just now. Did you see? You know, like, I would call myself out on that. So... I can understand maybe why she said it because she probably thought that we heard it but pretended like we didn't and she wanted to make a joke out of it but that's still really fucking rude like for her husband to say that but we got to talk to them for a little bit they ended up meeting at some charity event he's like a professional fisher I don't fucking know like it's just interesting when you go on these vacations because you really do meet so many different types of people and couples and dynamics and it's just like I just don't know what people think when they see me and Arnaldo on these trips or at these dinners. I mean, because I'm not, I mean, like, people can afford this. I mean, I understand that maybe not everyone can afford it, but I mean, it's not like we're staying at the fucking Four Seasons or at the Ritz-Carlton or at the Wardolph, you know, like, I mean, Hard Rock Casino is, it's a pretty upscale resort. I mean, I guess depending who you ask and talk to, I mean, it's not a cheap place to stay at, but... I don't know like I meet other couples and I wonder what other couples think when they meet us but it was something that I was I kind of thought about but anyway moving on so after that the next day or for the next few days was when we did the evolution tour we did the dune buggies guys I urge you to check out my YouTube because the thing about talking about trips is like I can sit here and like give you the tea and tell you all the deep details but it won't be the same unless you see it, right? It's almost like when I'm talking about somebody. Like if I'm talking about a guy to my friend or a girl to my boyfriend, their first thing is, do you have a picture? I need to see a picture. I need to put a face to it. I, I want to see. What are you talking about? I, I, I need to put a face to it. I'm the same way. So my friends, I urge you, check out my YouTube. 
click the link in the bio description on um, the episode details and just watch it for yourself it's like a 22 minute video vlog i try to make it as entertaining as possible it's very montagey like there's montages of different parts of the days throughout the trip i talk i joke i drink i dance it's great please go check it out um but overall the resort was great i mean it was a beautiful resort it was very big we got lost so many times at the beginning of our trip there was like a shuttle that picks you up from wherever you are and it takes you to wherever you need to go so it was cool having that kind of taxi service but it was also kind of annoying because the shuttles that take you to different parts of the resort go a certain route so like what would take you maybe a five minute walk to one location could easily take you 15 minutes because the bus the shuttle is taking that specific route so by the third day we were kind of realizing like okay we can walk to the lobby but we still need to take the shuttle to you know the beach you know or whatever so would i stay at this resort i would stay at a hard rock casino i would do it again maybe at a different location but I told Arnaldo straight up, the next time we come to Dominican Republic, I don't want to stay at a huge resort like this. I don't want to do resorts anymore. Like, excuse me, sorry, I'm a little stuffy. If I stay in Punta Cana, I would stay at a resort. I don't think I'd stay at the Hard Rock Casino. I'd probably stay at a different resort. But I don't know. I have a thing against all-inclusives because theoretically, they're awesome, right? The food and alcohol is included, so you don't really have to worry about overspending, and everything is basically in your disposal. I mean, it's the reason why me and my boyfriend love cruises, because everything is included. But all-inclusive also kind of holds you back from actually experiencing the true culture of the country. So I told Arnaldo that if we go to Dominican Republic again, we're going straight to Santo Domingo, which is where my dad lives, and there he can have authentic Dominican food and actually see like the culture of the country the churches the places where like Christopher Columbus first lived at when he came when he you know came to the Dominican Republic um the like El Morros because there's one out there um and there's also really cool restaurants and clubs in Santo Domingo too I mean it's the capital so you know that was something that him and I both agreed on but I would say the highlight of the entire trip, and mind you, we've done, we did so many fun things. The highlight of the trip was my boyfriend meeting my dad, or my dad meeting my boyfriend. Guys, it's not on the vlog. I chose not to record that day. I really wanted that day to be a family day where everyone could be themselves and be authentic, and I didn't have to worry about distractions of any kind, you know focusing on the right shot I mean I try to do my best on being in the moment you know like even when I did the immersive dining experience I told Arnaldo straight up like you know I'm gonna record I'm gonna take my camera out I'm gonna take my phone out I'm, I'm gonna do what I can but at some point I'm putting this shit away and I'm not and I just want to be here like I want to be in the moment like that was a two-hour experience and I would say that for maybe I recorded with my phone and like camera for maybe 45 minutes just back and forth back and forth and then after that I put that shit on the floor and I was like done I'm here I'm here I'm I want to be in this moment you know I still took my occasional pictures of the food because everything that came out was just so amazing but for the most part I was like no I want to be in the moment 
And that's kind of the vibe I wanted. That was my intention for the for our family day. So when my dad was like on his way to the hotel, I was like, oh my God, like I was so excited. I couldn't wait to see him. And then we were like at the front desk, like working out the day passes for my family. So because, you know, being at an all-inclusive resort, they do still have to like monitor like the because it's such a huge resort. They still have to like monitor like, you know, what room are you staying in? What's your wristband? Let me see. What's the last name in the room? Da, 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 da. So we needed day passes for them in order for them to enjoy the resort with us. So while Arnaldo was figuring that out with the front desk, I was just like a little girl, like waiting for my dad. And then he texted me. I'm at the lobby. Guys, when I walked out into the lobby and saw my dad. I cried just like waterfalls down my cheeks because I hadn't seen my dad in three years. I hadn't seen him since like 2019, way before the pandemic, you know? So it was just a very like emotional day, like just, but emotional, but happy, you know, like emotionally happy. And then I saw my little sister who's not so little anymore. Like it's so crazy because like, I have my older sister, right? And I've always been like the tallest. Like I'm taller than my mom. I'm taller than my sister. You know, like my niece. I mean, she's taller than me now, which is like shocking because I was so used to being taller than a lot of my family members. Like I was used to like, I guess being the tall one. And mind you, I'm 5'5". Five five. But then like seeing my niece, like she's taller than me. And I'm like, holy shit, cause this is what it feels like for the young ones to be taller than me. Because I'm used to guys being taller than me, but not like family, like younger family members. So when I saw my little sister, I was just like, oh my God, is this, is this how my sister feels when she sees me? Like, oh my God. And when I hugged her, I just started crying. I saw my little brother started crying. Like, yo, I tell you the first hour of all of us being together, I couldn't stop crying. Like even like when my dad and, and Arnaldo like first saw each other and like, gave each other like a handshake I started crying when my, when Arnaldo hugged my siblings I started crying when we were at the pool and they were all playing together and talk, I started crying like yo I can't I can't like I was in an emotional wreck the whole but it was just I was just so happy like I found everything like so beautiful you know and it's just like it's just wild you know because like I've been with Arnaldo for five years and it's like wow, like, he met my dad, like, damn, like, it really took, like, listen, I've had many boyfriends, and there's, like, a good handful that I knew right away were never gonna be serious, like, as heartbreaking as it was to have it end, deep down, I knew that it wasn't gonna work out, and I can honestly say there was only maybe one other guy before Arnaldo that I thought I would introduce my dad to and it didn't happen and so for a long time like I just was thinking like well you know like I guess I I don't I I don't know who I would ever take to my dad you know like I would be with a guy and I would know like oh I'm not introducing him to my father like it, it, we're not gonna make it that far out like fuck that <laughs> you know like you're a joke like I was very I think I've always been super selective on who I introduced my family to so to be with Arnaldo for this long and to actually 
you know, him be the one that I introduced my father to was like, it was a big moment for me and a big moment for Arnaldo too. And a big moment for my dad, because I'm his firstborn, you know, I'm the firstborn, but yet the baby, but not really, because I have younger siblings, but not really, because I'm so his firstborn, you know, I will always be a little girl to him. So everything just felt very beautiful and very right. And I just feel incredibly lucky and blessed. And it was just amazing. You know, my dad got so lit. He was like dancing and drinking and making jokes. And like my little brother became so attached to Arnaldo. Like if Arnaldo stepped away for 10 minutes, he was already asking like, because my boyfriend's name is Arnaldo and Arnaldo could be a hard name to pronounce. I mean, they definitely can pronounce it. They speak fluent Spanish, but Naldi for short is some is what some people call Arnaldo. And so um, he just kept asking for him. Like anytime he disappeared for 10 minutes, he was already asking for him. He was like super attached and he like taught him a handshake. So every time they would do something together, because we ended up going bowling, laser tag, playing in the pool. There was a water park at the resort. So they ended up going to the water park. So, like, any time there was, like, a fun moment that happened, he would reach in to do the handshake with him. And it was just, that made me cry. Like, bro, like, if you, if there was, like, a camera there, like, you would have seen, like, red eyes the whole time. Like, oh, my God. It was just, but it was also very beautiful, you know. But overall, the trip, I mean, 100 out of 10. Like, it's just so beautiful. I'm so beautiful. And... You know, luckily, it wasn't emotional saying goodbye because, you know, we had done so much in the past 48 hours, you know, but it was still hard to say goodbye. But I I feel so happy that my dad, you know, because the hotel room we were in was so big. Like we had a king size bed, a, a full on couch. Like, I mean, the, the, the room is huge. Like, I mean, five people could have stayed in that room with us, which ultimately ended up being. But. They ended up spending the night and then we checked out and we ended up going to like, um, like not the village, but just kind of like the more like busy city area, not the city, but just kind of like where there's restaurants and bars and stores, but it's like all by the beach. And so we ended up like grabbing some drinks, having some food. Oh my God. We had fried fish, shrimp, pollo, tostones, rice and beans, yuca, like fucking beers on beers on beers and alcohol and like I feel like I on the last day of the trip was when I had authentic Dominican food but it never feels authentic unless my dad is cooking it because my dad I love his cooking my dad's cooking is like the best so is my mom don't get it twisted but you know it's always different when you visit family and especially a parent and they cook for you and it's just great but yeah, my friends, that basically concludes my whole trip to Dominican Republic. Um, I know there was like a lot of different areas that I kind of like dived into a little bit more deeper than others. But for the most part, it's it was an awesome trip. I really hope you consider watching my YouTube channel or YouTube video. I know I must have said it like five different times throughout this entire episode, but I urge you to. It's fun. Just watch it. It's not a big deal. But anyways, my friends, I love you so much. I'm back at the O as in Orlando. So if you see me on the street, say hi. I go back to school on Monday. So your girl's excited, but a little stressed. Not stressed, but just kind of like I'm ready to go back to school. But at the same time, it's like all this free time I had. 
I no longer will because the semester's starting. But it's the start of my senior year. So exciting. But anyways, my friends, I love you so much. Thank you so much for listening. And don't forget to follow me on Instagram. Check out my YouTube channel. And don't forget, new episodes every Mondays. I love you, and I'll see you next time.